This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be discussing Dallas Jenkins and his shady business practices. This is a follow-up on Dallas Jenkins' response to the pride flag controversy. He said some things that were a little bit red flag. The BS meter was going off, and it should have been going off. Dallas Jenkins made a number of erroneous claims, which we will discuss. One of them uh, being a public company, which is really erroneous. Uh, one of them being not a ministry, saying that the Chosen isn't a ministry. And that's going to be the one we're really going to uh, break down and break apart because this really isn't all that true in the grand scheme of how the Chosen now operates. I've talked about in the past how the Chosen is a you know Mormon-distributed, uh, Mormon-funded comp- uh, project. But that's decreasingly true. It's not as true as it used to be because of how they operate now. So season four is operating much differently than the previous two seasons. And we're going to discuss in detail how The Chosen works, how it's shady, and how nice it must be for Dallas Jenkins to operate a business like this. Uh, But first, I want to let you know, Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. You can support us over at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join. That's our Patreon-like system. Evangelical Dark Web is not a 501c3. I just want to be clear about that because we're going to be talking about 501c3 in this video. We're not a uh, charity, according to the IRS. We're actually a for-profit company, just like The Chosen is. At least one of the uh, companies around The Chosen is. So we're going to be discussing that in further detail. But you can support this type of Christian news gathering and commentary at evangelicaldarkweb.org. Join, but the least you can do is like this video, subscribe to the channel, and also check out our free Evangelical Dark Web newsletter that gets you content um, beyond what we do on videos and podcasts. And it's just more uh, benefits as well. So... We're going to be using this article that I wrote, The Shady Business Practices of Dallas Jenkins and The Chosen, as our guiding piece is the notes. But we also got some uh, videos and other pages to check out in this uh, episode, podcast, if you want to call it that. So Dallas Jenkins has been on the defensive over allowing pride flags on the set of The Chosen, a show that dubiously claims to depict the authentic Jesus. On Sunday, Dallas Jenkins released a video explaining his position in allowing pride flags on his set. In that video, he insisted that The Chosen was not a church or a ministry, and it was a for-profit public company. That's a direct quote. And it's worth noting that Dallas Jenkins casually lies about The Chosen being a public company. The Chosen is an LLC that was initially launched uh, its product through equity crowdfunding based on its Christmas pilot uh, that Dallas Jenkins produced, but these shares are privately held, functioning as a democratized 
alternative to angel investing or venture capital funding. So angel investing is like, you know, when you go out to when a small company, a startup gets initial investors, those are typically angel investors, and then they graduate typically to venture capitalist investors uh, for their subsequent rounds of funding. All this happens before generally before a company goes public. So that's just a little bit of how the startup industry works. Um, anyway, The Chosen is undoubtedly a for-profit company with an increasing shrewdness that blurs ethical lines. Whereas the first season used equity crowdfunding to raise over $13 million, the subsequent seasons would rely on the innovative pay-it-forward model offered by its distributor, Angel Studios. Angel Studios is the Mormon-owned distributor and prior fundraising mechanism of The Chosen. And keep an, uh, put a pin in that prior because we're going to talk about the, uh, the uh, new fundraising mechanism for The Chosen. Dallas Jenkins has claimed that The Chosen only makes money through gift sales and commercial licensing. The former is its merch shop, which includes devotional materials. The latter would likely include DVD sales, ad revenue from YouTube, and shares of theatrical releases, a share of the theatrical releases, and a cut from its distributors. Because, again, that's licensing. So that comes directly from a Dallas Jenkins video. And that introduces us to the next portion which is the come and see. So actually I'm going to introduce come and see into this mix. And then we're going to uh, watch that video. So what about the expenses? Last year, the chosen set up a ministry to cover up or not cover up to cover their own major expenses called the come and see foundation, which was established in 2022 on December 10, uh, 2022, Dallas Jenkins unveiled the Come and See Foundation as the go-to place to donate to The Chosen. The 5013 organization was established to fund the production and marketing of the series. In addition, it has also accelerated the show's translation into many languages. D Jenkins states that the donations will be matched until the fundraising goal is met. The production itself appears to be where donations are going, whereas... The match donations will be going towards the marketing and translations per Jenkins. This revenue stream for The Chosen stands in stark opposition to the status quo with Angel Studios, which we'll talk about in a little bit, because that's an interesting aspect to this story as well. So here's Dallas Jenkins in his own words. ...of The Chosen, and I want to just take a moment of your time. I promise this will be quick. The Chosen is free. It's actually one of the reasons that well over tens of millions of people around the world have been able to see the show. But did you know that less than 5% of viewers actually pay for it? Now, you probably have some questions when I say that. One is which, well, if it's free, how does anyone pay for it? And wait a minute, how can it be free? How do you actually afford to do the show if the show is free? And if so few people pay for it, how do you finance the production of the seasons or even market it? Well, we rely on you to choose to donate if you can. Now, to be very clear, if you can't donate, if you can't afford it, or if for whatever reason you want to wait until all seven seasons are finished to make sure we don't do something awful, I understand that, so don't donate. I don't want you to. That's why the show is free. But if you do want to ensure we get to do all seven seasons of this show, there's some really cool storylines coming up you may have heard of. And if you want us to be able to keep it free for viewers all over the world and every country and multiple languages, then we've got a really cool way for you to do that now. Donate to the Come and See Foundation. Yes, I use the word donate. Now, for the first time, it is tax deductible to contribute to the show. It is a donation. I'm going to say that again. 
you are now able to donate. And here's the really amazing thing. Every dollar you donate here in the app, after the Come and See Foundation gets 10%, of course, to run their operations, it goes to producing the show, actual production, the production of the show, the cast and the crew and the equipment and all of that, your dollar goes towards that production. And what the Come and See Foundation does, in addition to what you're giving to them, they will match dollar for dollar up to the season's budget. So for example, season four, the budget's gonna be around $40 million. So up until the $40 million mark, they will match you dollar for dollar for marketing and language translation. Yes, that's to expand the show around the world. We want this show translated in hundreds of languages and dubbed in at least 25 languages much quicker than we've been able to thus far. That's what you are doing. You are helping us produce the show and Come and See Foundation is matching it to expand the reach of the show. So that's pretty major. That's a huge announcement that they have a charity organization, a 501c3, to fund their show, the production, the key words there. They're funding the production and also the marketing and the translation. Those are all huge expenses. Those are the primary expenses of the chosen. Like running a, a website or maybe even an app, which might also count as, you know, something that the uh, chosen foundation, which is called Come and See, uh, also funds. Who knows? But it sounds like all their major expenses, the production and marketing, those are the two biggest expenses in any film or television project, uh, all covered by a tax-deductible donations through a 501c3 organization. That is huge as far as an advantage that The Chosen has over their competitors. And their competitors would be secular television. Now, our production budgets are actually quite relatively small. Most successful shows average 10 to $20 million per episode. Speaking We're going of for competitors. Half of that or less. We don't have a big studio or network financing operations, but they're billions of dollars. Uh, I don't know if you saw that there, but there was a pride flag in that uh, in that sh shot there. Again, it wasn't prominently displayed as a, you know, as it as prominently displayed as it was, you know, in the video where this controversy got out, but... It is nonetheless there. So this Dallas Jenkins is telling the truth about one thing, and this has been there for a while. They can afford to finance multiple shows, but we're not able to do that. Now, I want to be very clear. You're donating to the Come and See Foundation, not me, not my company. We're a for-profit. We operate from gift sales and commercial licensing. But the production funds come from you donating in this app, and it goes to the Come and See Foundation. So thank you for donating. Thank you for helping us produce episodes. So... Again, I just played that so you hear what I'm saying in his own words, what he's saying as I explain it. Because, again, I'm not making up how they make their money and what exactly uh, Dallas Jenkins you know, believes his role is. Because he's basically having you, through a charity organization, fund all his major expenses so he can then, his company can then reap all the benefits from merchandising and licensing. Which again, licensing the you know that's basically uh, the intellectual property ownership. That's where the money is. So it's not like he's paying back, you know, the people that crowdfunded and gave him all the money. He's not reimbursing them. He's keeping all the profit to himself. Now again, their profit model is a little different, but again, when they have theatrical releases, when they have DVD sales and other merchandise sales when they have YouTube ad revenue, it all adds up to he's making a pretty penny uh, as, as far as his take home at the end of the day, because his major expenses are already covered 
He doesn't have to worry about that. That must be nice. So, so the Come and See Foundation, uh, going back to that, since they're now the player that we're going to talk about that. Um, the Come and See Foundation is eerily reminiscent of the He Gets His campaign, which also struggled to present a biblical Jesus. And that's a diss that I have to include. And was near universally panned for its vacuous commercials. For starters, the board of directors includes Mark Green, a prominent figure behind the He Gets His campaign. Green is part of the Hobby Lobby family and serves as their ministry investment officer. Perhaps the same mechanism used to fund the He Gets His campaign is also a play in the matching donations. But as this public charity is new, this information is not yet published available so we can't look through signatory and see you know how much or who gave to the chosen and stuff like that so we can't really see that uh stan jance is the uh big event executive and is the ceo of the come and see after helming the evangelical christian publishers association the ecpa as it's otherwise known as and has been on the board of biola university a woke evangelical university so that's pretty big. Here's the Come and See Foundation website. And this is their uh, staff and board of directors. Um, nothing really shady to be seen. Uh, I mean, Mark Green's pretty shady because of the Hobby Lobby thing. Uh, Stan Jantz has been around the Big Eva block. Uh, a lot of these people have very low online footprints. Rob Hoskins seems like he's very favorable to the He Gets Us campaign, which is pretty cringe but isn't woke, which is surprising, and uh, isn't, you know, pro-gay or anything like that, from what I can tell. So, very low online footprints for a lot of those people, though, uh, which I thought was pretty interesting. So, as the Pride flag appeared on set of Season 4 during its ongoing campaign to fund the season, so just to be clear... The uh, Chosen is currently fundraising for the season that they're currently shooting, which is season four. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Um... Evangelical Dark Web reached out for comment on allowing pride flags on set and then subsequently glamorizing them in a behind-the-scenes video. Dallas Jenkins claimed that there, there is no corporate prayer on set, which I think is very telling, and whether the Come and See Foundation believes that homosexuality is a sin and that its promotion has no place in a production about the authentic Jesus. And that's in quotes, by the way, because that's their line. The response that I got from uh, the Come and See Foundation was a generic response from Stan Jantz, who points, pointed us to Dallas Jenkins, basically sent us the Dallas Jenkins response video. Uh, Jenkins is not listed among the officers or board members at, of Come and See, uh, yet never, nevertheless is the spokesperson on their major issues. It's worth noting that... Uh, I believe it would be a severe conflict of interest for Dallas Jenkins to be attached to this organization. This is kind of like a political campaign and a super PAC. They're not supposed to touch, but they are working in lockstep with each other. They are uh, 
There is some sort of coordination going on, but they're not supposed to touch. And that's kind of what this is. Dallas Jenkins isn't touching the Come and See Foundation, but he's promoting it a lot, which might actually be more touching than politics than the example in politics that I just provided. But nonetheless, he is touching. And he is promoting it. Because it's basically a... They're, they're using this to get around tax law. That's, that's what this is. However, there is some good news. It does appear that they may refund upset donors should they email them about the issue. And that issue is pride flags on set. Given the response that we received, having never donated, so Stan Jantz's response was though I was a donor who was upset. That, no, that's not really what it was. But nonetheless, that's what his response was. It was highly generic, boilerplate, and there's one relevant paragraph about the pride flag controversy, which didn't name the pride flag controversy, but that's what it was about. That's what it was in reference to. They didn't frame it that way, which is really shady, by the way. Uh, Biola University is also pretty weak on the homosexuality question, by the way. They, they are side B proponents. And they also just hired Ed Stetzer, who's a major side B proponent. So that's just further evidence for, you know, Biola being compromised and Stan Jantz being connected to Biola, thus also likely being compromised on this issue as well. So that's some good news if you ever donated to The Chosen. You can probably get your money back if you donated on their current campaign. Uh, trouble in Paradise, and I cross that out and write Utah. So, Trouble in Utah. The Come and See Foundation seems directly at odds with Angel Studios and is one of three major moves by The Chosen that seems as though it is asserting control from its Mormon business partners. Earlier this year, it was announced that Lionsgate secured global theatrical release rights uh, to The Chosen, just as Angel Studios invested in its the in theatrical distribution. So the chosen's trying to get into theatrical release and uh, the chosen or angel studios is trying to get in theatrical release, but the chosen signed with Lionsgate caused a little bit of confusion uh, because the angel studios or someone had to come out with a statement saying, Hey, angel studios is still, uh, you know, involved in the domestic uh, distribution. So, they, they caused a little bit of a kerfuffle over that, uh, that story that was from a couple of weeks ago. Additionally, The Chosen has made its own app, which will play a key role in this divide. So th there's the Angel Studio app, which is what I actually have on my phone. I have their app on my phone, the Mormon app. And then The Chosen made its own app. So here's where the... Uh, uh, the distribute uh, the division takes a hold. So the chosen then came up with the come and see foundation for its fundraising models. And for the audio listeners, I'm going to read it. So the chosen, if you donate directly to the come and see foundation or through the chosen app, 90% goes to the chosen and 10% goes to the come and see foundation for their operational upkeep which is actually not bad as far as charities are go, uh, are concerned. So 90% of the pie, if you donate through the chosen, it's not only, and then additionally, it's tax deductible and it's donor matched dollar for dollar up to the fundraising threshold, which is $20 million. That's a lot of man. That's a lot of money. So 
And then you can also donate through the Angel app, which is 52% is going to go to Angel Studios, the Mormons. 38% is going to go to the Chosen, and then 10% is going to go to the uh, Come and See Foundation. And then there's the Pay It Forward contributions made it, made to Angel Studios, in which 58% go to Angel Studios, 40% to The Chosen, 2% to the Common Sea Foundation. Fans of The Chosen are clearly incentivized to maximize their dollars by donating directly through The Chosen app or the Come and See Foundation, Angel Studios is viewed as a middleman in this new dynamic. And a middleman that takes over 50%. So, uh, not exactly a good deal for... Uh, this new system is not a good deal for Angel Studios. Angel Studios is looking like they're getting edged out of the Chosen and the money that is to be made... From this cash cow that is the chosen. And remember, it's a cash cow because it has a cult following. So let's talk about the ethical issues. We've kind of you know talked about the facts of the case, except for one fact that I'm about to talk about. It must be nice for a for-profit company to create a charity to have its largest expenses covered. Dallas Jenkins claiming that the chosen isn't a ministry is a is functionally a lie. According to the IRS, the exempt purposes set forth in Section 501c3 are charitable, religious, educational, scientific, literary, testing for public safety, fostering national or international amateur sports competition, and preventing cruelty to, anim uh, to children or animals. The term charitable is used in its generally accepted legal sense, and includes relief of the poor, the distress or the underprivileged, the advancement of religion, advancement of education or science, erecting or maintaining public buildings, monuments or works, lessening the burdens of government, lessening neighborhood tensions, eliminating prejudice and discrimination, defending human and civil rights secured by law, and combating community deterioration and juvenile delinquency. And the Common Sea Foundation would apply for 501c3, most likely under religious qualifications, according to Common Sea. Common Sea is a 501c3 established by a group of passionate believers and experienced professionals to come alongside the chosen to grow its reach and impact globally. Our goal is to provide resources, technology, ministry connections, and expertise to help the Chosen reach its, its goal of having a billion people experience an authentic Jesus through this series and related content. So by any conventional understandings, uh, Come and See is a ministry, one created for the sole purpose of advancing the interests of a for-profit company. And that's just me being blunt, but it's true. That's Their existence is for the sole interest of a for-profit company. You can say that that for-profit for company has lofty goals that are good, but let's be real, The Chosen isn't a high-quality TV show. It does not pr 
present an authentic Jesus. It does not really have reverence for the source material or the historical context. It's very much fiction, uh, fan fiction, I would argue. So anyway, which we've covered a lot in a lot of videos on The Chosen uh, in my episodic review. So the public would rightly be indignant if Disney had a 501c3 to fund the live-action remake of The Little Mermaid. Yet The Chosen can get by with this by taking severe advantage of non-profit laws. Additionally, this means that the production of Season 4, of which the pride flag was displayed, was funded by the religious non-profit organization. Dallas Jenkins assumes that the production wasn't part of a ministry ignoring the nonprofit organization he peddled to fund his expenses and the common understanding of what donating through a ministry entails. Again, the normal person would assume that if you're donating to the chosen through the Common Sea Foundation, that this is a ministry project. This is this show is a ministry effort for him to say. Oh, it's not a ministry effort at all. Well, it's being paid by... Everything you're doing is being paid for by a charity organization that you set up. Not directly, of course, because that would probably be a conflict of interest. But there's enough cult followers that would set up the organization for Dallas Jenkins that he doesn't need to do it. So, and and that's what you're seeing here. So, a much of the same infrastructure that helped create the he gets us campaign is also backing up the chosen so the chosen uh it is highly unethical for the chosen to embrace values on set that contradict the stated or implied values of the nonprofit organization funding them again common sea foundation seems like a generically christian organization they talk about Jesus. They don't have any statement of faith from what I can tell, but they got a bunch of big Eva players. It is a generically Christian organization. So therefore it should be assumed that they're against sodomy, but not too much assumed. But nonetheless, the chosen contradicts these stated implied values with its handling and management of its set. It appears as though The Chosen is, and this is how I'm going to conclude, The Chosen is riding the gravy train with its new infrastructure of tax-deductible donations to cover the major expenses. Um, Then they also have the theatrical release and the sources of revenue that they do not have to share or reinvest in the show because, again, they're getting tax-deductible donations to cover what they ordinarily, when a normal business, what a competitor of The Chosen would have to do is reinvest. But the chosen can just pocket the profits. They don't have to reinvest the profits. So that's the chosen. I think there's a lot of glaring ethical issues going on here with how they run their business. I think it is highly unethical to create a 501c3 organization to fund the expenses of a TV show. I think that's pretty unethical. Especially when the TV show is owned in whole by a for-profit company. These are ethical issues. And it also just blows the fact that Dallas Jenkins is lying in the grand scheme of things when he says that The Chosen isn't a ministry. Because there's three organizations working together 
to with the chosen. So if the chosen is a product is a project, there's three organizations involved as stakeholders in the project. You got the chosen LLC. So chosen LLC, then you have Angel Studios, and then you have the Come and See Foundation. These this is the triumvirate of the chosen. And it's quickly looking like Angel Studios is the crassest in this arrangement. He's just going to have a very early demise is what I mean by that. So, because Crassus dies. Um, but that's what it's looking like. They have a little triumvirate going on here. And it looks like it's not going to last. Uh, I think there's trouble in Utah. Not Paradise, but Utah. So, anyway, that's the big story about The Chosen. My name's Ray. This is the Evangelical Dark Web. If you like this kind of content, subscribe to the channel if you are new. Otherwise, have a blessed day, and we will catch you on the next one. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today.